Life's too short. Life's too damn short. So, eat everything. Try anything. Exercise. Experience all that life has to offer. Here's exercise physiologist, medical journalist, and healthy talk host, Melanie Cole, MS. Are you someone who has the tendency to procrastinate, to, you know, put things off, to say, okay, I'll get to that tomorrow, like Scarlett O'Hara, I'll think about that tomorrow. Well, is that a healthy thing? Is it a good thing? Is it a motivated thing? My guest today is Andrew Santella. He is an author, and he is here to tell us about procrastination. Welcome to the show, Andrew. So why do we procrastinate? Yeah, the list is a long one. I mean, there's, it's such a basic, uh, you know, human impulse and it incites so many of us that, I mean, you can find all sorts of reasons to uh, and ways to explain it. Our fears about projects, our anxieties, um, you know, we're all sort of ambivalent and there's, you know, uh, a divides in us. There's the carry, there's the, there's the uh, diligent self and there's the there's the slackers self that they're both inside us and they're battling it out. And you know, I guess the, the, the time that we spend trying to resolve those conflicts within ourselves uh, is what we call procrastination sometimes. Well, we also have that part of us that that's afraid to pull the trigger on something we're doing or planning a trip or, you know, starting our exercise program because we're a little bit worried about, making that dedication about about putting ourselves out there for it. And sometimes people procrastinate to avoid that confrontation with themselves, yes? Exactly right. And, you know, there's there's fear of failure is is a, 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 a really prominent element in procrastination, but so is fear of success. Sometimes we're afraid to, you know, take on that, that project that might um, create some sort of achievement for us. Um, yeah, so re- resolving those sorts of uh, emotions and moods in ourselves—that's like that—that's key to that's key to procrastination. Yeah, it's that commitment, really. So, what do we tell ourselves? I mean, how can we be somebody that doesn't? If you're looking at the laundry for a week and you just say, "God, I'll get to that whenever," or whatever it is that you're putting off doing, do we look for the reason first, or do we just try and tackle? Getting into it and just doing it. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think just telling a telling a, a procrastinator to just do it is 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 not always the most productive thing. It's like telling a depressed person to cheer up or something. You know, it's it's um, and I also I'm also not sure that you know fixing procrastination or curing it is like the most interesting thing about it. I mean, I one of the things I found was that it's just so. Um, basic and so almost universal in, in people that it made me feel like we ought to be more tolerant of it, uh, both in others and in ourselves. Um, you know, I, that's not to say that I think we should all be irresponsible and, 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 uh, and, uh, um, and, and, and late and, and, uh, uh, but I, I, I do think that it happens and it happens for a reason and uh, a very so for very human reasons and i think the best thing we could do is try to understand why we procrastinate you know be honest with ourselves when we're like thinking about our our habit and try to understand what projects we're we're putting off why we're putting them off and what it says what that tells us about our values and priorities um and 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 ourselves 
Give us some anti-procrastination strategies. There's a mouthful to say. But give us some strategies, whether it's promising ourselves an award or committing to whatever it is, the task, you know, getting other people involved, support systems, whatever it is. Give us some strategies. Yeah, those are those are all uh, out there. Um, you know, contracts with, with yourself. Um, there are environmental strategies like creating uh, what they call shoots. Uh, so if you're having trouble uh, putting off your morning workout, maybe laying all the stuff out that you need for the morning workout and putting it out there before whatever distraction uh, you need to avoid, maybe the coffee pot or maybe the TV set or the laptop or whatever it is, putting those things out creates that shoot to get you uh, out the door and into your workout. Um, I mean, there are so many self-help books about procrastination and how to fix it and how to cure it. Um, those, those solutions are out there for people who want them. Uh, I guess my case is more of a, a plea for tolerance uh, among procrastinators. Well, and you brought up an interesting point in that, you know, with, with all the devices that we have, I seriously believe that they contribute to procrastination. Oh, I'm just going to look at Facebook for 10 more minutes, you know, or I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to read these articles for five more minutes. And I think that that contributes. Now, you have written a book called Soon, An Overdue History of Procrastination. So tell us a little bit about the book. And I mean, it even mentions Leonardo and Darwin. And tell us about your book. Yeah, so the book um, kind of came across, came about as a result of my uh, <laughs> effort to sort of justify my lifelong procrastination habit. I thought if if I dove deep enough into the history of procrastination and into the psychology and the philosophy behind it, I might find some you know excuse, some some justification for my habit. And you know, like I said, what I found was was that it's a really universal tendency and. Um, and that it's uh, it's one that um, you know we shouldn't feel maybe as bad about as we are often made to feel uh, by uh, the people that want us to stop. You know, I mean, I, 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 I um, there are people for whom procrastination is a legitimate problem in their lives and in the lives of the people around them, and. Uh, as much fun as I have in the book with the topic, I don't want to make light of that. But I think for most of us who manage to keep our procrastination relatively in check and manage to live like, you know, relatively, uh, uh, you know, good lives, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's just an, another aspect of uh, sort of the human, the human experience that, that we could try and think about and learn from as opposed to just feeling bad about. So you you say you make light of it, but it's it, I mean it is a real topic. So, but tell us a little bit about some of the things that you found. Yeah, so I think the, one of the some of the most satisfying stuff I found was some of the the, the stories from history about about great achievers uh, who are also just um, in their own way just like ordinary people like me. They're wrestling with with uh, the choices they make in everyday life, wrestling with procrastination, wrestling with distractions, but still managing to achieve. Uh, and that's people like Darwin, people like Leonardo da Vinci, people like Frank Lloyd Wright. Wow. So, I mean, it seems hard to imagine that guys that sounded so motivated and brilliant were people that put stuff off, too, you know, and tell people where they can find your book. Well, they could find the book uh, anywhere online where, they, where, where books are sold. They could find it at my website, too, andrewsantella.com. andrewsantella.com. A few more questions for you, Andrew. Do, do you think that people who procrastinate 
think that they're lazy or that other people think that they're lazy? Yeah, I think uh, equating procrastination with laziness is like one of the real common mis- misconceptions. Um, <laughs> the fact is, like most procrastinators I know are really busy people. It's just that they're busy doing things other than the things they're supposed to be doing. And it's the... Uh, it, 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 that that's like at the heart of procrastination. It's the it's the it's the stuff that you're doing instead of the thing that you're supposed to be doing that sometimes ends up being, um, you know, more worthwhile and more interesting than than you know the 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 thing you were supposed to have been doing. And that's uh, a reassuring thought for some procrastinators like me. That's certainly true, and myself included. Wrap it up for us, Andrew. Tell the listeners what you want them to know about your book, about procrastinating, and how much fun it was for you to research this particular topic. Yeah, I, I hope I hope readers enjoy you know encountering uh, some of these great figures like Darwin, like Da Vinci, uh, you know, coming and, and diving into some of the some of the research on the topic, and I hope that they'll end up you know feeling a little bit better about themselves. Uh, and knowing that they're not alone uh, in their habit, uh, that they're just like so many other people. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to Life's Too Short right here on Radio MD. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening, and stay well.